In today's brief, we'll talk about progress in the counteroffensive and all the drama in Russia. I'm Yulia, and today is Tuesday, June 27, 2023. You're listening to the Ukraine War Brief Podcast, where we bring you up to speed on the war in Ukraine in about 20 minutes or less. Let's get started with the news from the front. Deputy Defense Minister of Ukraine, Hanna Maliar, confirmed that about a week ago, Ukrainian armed forces liberated the settlement of Rivnopil in Donetsk Oblast. Ukraine has captured more territory than Russia captured during their winter offensive, according to UK Defense Secretary Ben Wallace, who noted that Ukraine has already recaptured approximately 300 square kilometers of territory that had been under Russian occupation. The UK Defense Ministry's intelligence update highlights Ukraine's advances in multi-brigade operations near Bakhmut, in Donetsk, emphasizing the scarcity of substantial Russian ground force reserves. Deputy Defense Minister Malar reported that Ukrainian troops have daily, quote, gradual but steady, end quote, advancements on the northern and southern flanks of Bakhmut for the fourth day in a row. Overall, Ukrainian forces have advanced 1 to 2 kilometers in each of six directions in the Bakhmut area since counteroffensive actions started, according to Malar. Russian forces attempted to restore lost positions in the Novodarivka district of Zaporizhia, but they were repulsed by Ukrainian troops. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky visited with units of the armed forces of Ukraine that distinguished themselves in heavy battles in the Bakhmut direction. Ukrainian troops also made progress in the Melitopol area of Zaporizhia Oblast on the southern front. The spokesman of the Joint Defense Forces Press Center of Ukraine, Valery Sharshin, said, quote, As a result of systemic pressure, the defense forces have made progress and advanced 1.5 kilometers deeper into the territories captured by the Russian forces. End quote. President Zelensky stated during his evening speech on the 26th, quote, Today, our soldiers have made progress in all areas, and this is a happy day. I wish them more such days. End quote. Moving on to the home front. Russia launched more air attacks against Ukraine, including three caliber cruise missiles from a submarine in the Black Sea, and eight Iranian-made Shahed-136-131 drones from the east coast of the Azov Sea. Two civilians were killed and six injured in Russian attacks against Zaporizhia, Donetsk and Kherson oblasts, according to the regional authorities. Russian missiles hit a warehouse in Odessa, while air defense destroyed 13 other air targets. There was no information about damage or casualties. Do you remember a few weeks ago when three civilians were killed by a missile strike due to being unable to access a bomb shelter? President Zelensky has issued a decree ordering the relevant authorities to put Ukrainian bomb shelters in order by July 25, 2023. According to the document, the Cabinet of Ministers and the regional authorities must identify those responsible for the poor state of some of the shelters and provide information on the measures taken to rectify the issues by June 30. For the past two weeks, Russia has been making a concerted effort to strike Ukrainian airfields. On purpose! According to Yuri Ignat, spokesman for the Air Force of the Armed Forces of Ukraine, 
Airfields in Kropovnitsky, Dnipro, and Staroconstantiniv were hit with KH-22 missiles, but Ukrainian aircraft are, quote, dispersed, they're hidden, and they continue to carry out combat tasks every day, end quote. Authorities in the Dnipropetrovsk region have established a headquarters and developed a plan to evacuate people in case Russian forces commit a terrorist attack on the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. A May 2023 survey conducted by Kyiv International Institute of Sociology, KIIS, found that almost 80% of Ukrainians want closed borders and visas with Russia. I can't imagine why we would want that. Hmm. Yeah. Not a single reason that pops into my head. Next, temporarily occupied territories. A freight train derailed following a railway explosion in Crimea. The explosion targeted Russia's supply route to occupation forces in the southeast of Ukraine. According to the Baza Telegram channel, the train was derailed on the Petrova-Vladislavivka stretch. Petro Andrushenko, exiled advisor to the legitimate mayor of Mariupol, reported that Russian occupation authorities in the city are evicting residents from their homes if they cannot provide property ownership documents. Next, the Russian Federation. The Russian Ministry of Defense, MOD, posted video footage of Minister of Defense Sergei Shaigu allegedly working at the forward command post of the Western Military District. The video was Shaigu's first public appearance since the coup de blat over the weekend. Analysts from the Institute for the Study of War, ISW, believe that Russian President Vladimir Putin will not replace Shaigu so that it doesn't look like he's giving in to Wagner leader and half-baked insurrectionist Evgeny Prigozhin's demands. Putin met with top security officials on the 26th, including Shaigu, head of the FSB Alexander Bortnikov and National Guard head Viktor Zolotov. According to Russian state-funded media outlet Ria Novosti, the criminal case against Prigozhin has not been terminated. Shocker! UK security services reported that Russian intelligence services threatened to harm the families of Wagner leaders before Prigozhin called off his advance on Moscow. Self-declared president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, confirmed on the 26th that Prigozhin's plane had arrived in Belarus. Lukashenko also announced at a meeting with Defense Minister Viktor Hrenin that commanders from the Wagner PMC would be expected to share their expertise and help the Belarusian armed forces to improve their skills. Construction of camps has begun to accommodate Wagner fighters in Asipovichy in Mogilev region. Russian media has reported that Wagner PMC has begun preparations for transferring heavy weapons and military equipment to the Russian MOD. In a somewhat surprising announcement, Putin said that the Russian government, quote, fully, end quote, financed PMC Wagner's group's activities, which, um, by the way, means that Russia is a state sponsor of terrorism because they are fully financing an internationally recognized terrorist organization. And more than that, this also means that Russia was the one who attacked the United States in Syria. According to Putin, maintaining the PMC between May 2022 and May 2023 cost Russia 86.3 billion rubles.
about 1.01 billion dollars, plus 110 billion rubles for insurance payments to Wagner fighters and 80 billion rubles to the so-called owner of the Concord Group, that would be Prigozhin, for supplying food to the Russian military. Oddly enough, Wagner recruiting centers have reopened in several Russian cities as of June 26th. I wonder how they're gonna like working for free for the MOD after receiving the cushy mercenary checks this whole time. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Next up, Europe. Denmark has begun training Ukrainian pilots on F-16 fighter jets, according to Danish Defense Minister Troels Lund Poulsen. The Danish government also announced plans to begin decommissioning its fleet of aging U.S.-made F-16 fighter jets two years ahead of schedule. Serbian President Aleksandr Vucic praised Putin for his reaction to the mild uprising by PMC Wagner founder Prigozhin. It's um, not clear what reaction was so exemplary. Perhaps the part where he fled Moscow? Or when he admitted that Lukashenko had been critical to the conflict's resolution? Hungary has once again blocked a European aid package for Ukraine. According to Hungarian Foreign Minister Petr Sijarto, the 500 million euro aid package was blocked for the same reason the last aid package was blocked back in May the inclusion of Hungarian OTP Bank in the list of international sponsors of terrorism. Adding to the petty, Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban declared that Ukraine is no longer a sovereign state, as it has become dependent on Western support, in particular the will of the United States. Note from your host here. Well then, the same rules apply to Hungary, right? Because it does not bring anything to the EU and is the largest recipient of EU aid? which makes it dependent on Western aid? Latvia confirmed the complete suspension of all visas for Russian nationals, effective June 26th, due to, quote, unpredictable developments in the internal political situation in Russia, end quote. Now on to updates worldwide. U.S. President Joe Biden emphasized that Washington and its allies were not in any way involved in Prigozhin's mutiny, adding that he had instructed the national security team to closely monitor the events and prepare for every scenario. Concerned that Russia would view Ukraine and the West as complicit in the insurrection, allied nations asked Ukraine not to attack Russia during the internal conflict. 
John Kirby, communications coordinator of the White House National Security Council, said during a briefing that the U.S. sees no signs that Russia is ready to blow up a nuclear power plant or use nuclear weapons, and does not consider the threat to be, quote, imminent. Quick sidebar, I assume he means the intentional destruction of a power plant, because if history is any indicator, an accidental explosion, well, is a different subject. The United Nations accused Ukraine of violating human rights. No, seriously. According to United24 Media, the UN believes that Ukraine's arrests of collaborators who are cooperating with Russian forces constitute, quote, arbitrary deprivation of freedom, end quote, and are therefore illegal. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg is likely to serve another year in office, despite repeatedly expressing his desire to hand over leadership to another person. I can sympathize. A bipartisan group of U.S. congresspersons addressed a letter to President Biden's administration urging the approval of cluster munitions to more effectively breach Russian defenses. Yes, please. And last but not least, military and tech. Mariusz Kaminski, the Minister of Internal Affairs of Poland, announced on Twitter that Poland will be giving thousands of machine guns and millions of rounds of ammunition, and will continue backing Ukraine and begin supplying weapons to the Ukrainian Ministry of Internal Affairs combat units. Swedish CV-90-40C tracked armored combat vehicles are reportedly in use by the armed forces of Ukraine near Bakhmut. The Netherlands signed a contract for 111 million euros with the Belgian company FN Herstal for 762 millimeter FN mag machine guns for the Ukrainian army, according to the Ministry of Defense of the Netherlands, which declined to give details. In collaboration with the Netherlands, German company Rheinmetall will be supplying Ukraine with 14 Leopard 2 tanks. UK Defense Secretary Ben Wallace said that the British Storm Shadow missiles have had a, quote, significant impact, end quote, on the war in Ukraine. Polish arms company Polska Grupa Zbrojeniowa, or PGZ, signed an agreement with US company General Dynamics, to open an Abrams tank maintenance center in Poznań. And that's the brief for today. Remember to check your sources and don't fall for propaganda. Join us on YouTube and TikTok for more Ukraine content and live news reports. And please, consider supporting our work on Patreon, becoming our YouTube channel member, or simply gifting this video. You'll find the links in the description. We'll be back tomorrow with more updates. Until then, stay safe, everyone. Pobachimus!